the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. you got to choose a side. It's a civil war out there. One area that... I think it's a civil war, stocks versus bonds. Are you willing to put your money in bonds to protect yourself? I hear more people wanting to protect than I hear people saying, I want opportunity. When markets are at a low, that's when people want to protect. When markets are at a high, that's when people want to speculate. So I kind of hope for a bad year. Ho, 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 who wouldn't go I'm okay with it. We're getting a market that's not very happy right now. It's testy. It's saying, you know, you can't placate me with higher interest rates. The Federal Reserve raised interest rates. And it's not willing to say, hey, look into my eyes. I look cheap a year from now. We are seeing a deceleration in earnings. I'm not going to lie to you. I think a recession is going to happen in 2020. And it's just a gut because I'm not an economist. I play one on TV. I'm pretty sure I know what a, a, a interest rate is. See how good I am at convincing you of that? Um, so, yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'll be here all day. Don't forget to try the veal. The veal is delicious. Oh, wait, wait. It's not good to talk about eating veal. You stayed at a crate all day. You're delicious. So the end of a policy era is what we're talking about. Yesterday, I wasn't, I wasn't lying to you when I said when the Federal Reserve releases their, their data for today, that it's going to tell you how the year goes. And now the year, I think the bull market will, my guess, not be able to, there will be no Santa Claus rally. The Grinch will be here. Santa Claus is boycotting. Santa Claus is on, on hold. Santa Claus is striking. Now, again, Watch tomorrow. I, I have to change my mind because if we make a deal with China or something happens, right? Stock market's waking up to a whole new world. Oh, I hate people who lip sync. You will never, ever, ever have a career in singing. I know, but at least I'm singing myself. You know, I'm not lip syncing. That's, that's, that's just ripping off. Karaoke, you actually have to sing. Lip syncing is, is a horrible thing. That's right. John. So that's right, Mr. T. Thank you. Um, so we have this Jerome Powell-led Federal Reserve, and this is so boring to so many people. But you had a Federal Reserve chairman who was more than happy to take her time, Janet Yellen, on raising interest rates. And Jerome Powell's like, hey, I'd rather have Emma down, uh, down the road. I'd rather have Emma down the road. I'd rather come down. Interest rates down the road. I'd rather, like, I can have stimulus later. He sees enough out there. He sees enough economic activity. You know what? To be honest with you, if you look at jobs reports, he's right. But if you look at housing, if you look at things like the stock market, which looks a little bit in the future, when FedEx said they're going to have a bad 2019, a worse than expected 2019. And that's not even all that bad. It's just we no longer have high, high hopes for our stock market. We have okay hopes. 
and the Federal Reserve is doing what they're doing. They, they've, they've engineered every major recession in the last 100 years, a friend once told me. And I, I don't think that's far from true. When you tighten monetary policy, bad things happen. And again, we were super low because bad things happened. 9-11 happened, and the Federal Reserve took into this, this like, we must save our economies of the world. And there, were, there was, let's, let's cut interest rates. And then the, the, the banks started giving loans to people they should never have done. And they, they cut interest rates again. Let's help the bank. Let's not help the banks, but let's, let's make it easier for people to get credit. Stay involved in the stock market. Stay involved in the economy. So the Fed's kind of killing that party. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, he's like that Brett Kavanaugh guy. He likes beer, but he only likes one beer. I'm like, oh, you're not much fun. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell's not much fun. I kind of wish he was more fun. But, you know, Fed put is basically saying, you know, um, it's kind of nagging in the back of your head that, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if Jerome Powell gets fired by Donald Trump. Because, again, the populist wants us to cut interest rates. Because that's an easier way to make money than having higher interest rates. I've got an adjustable rate mortgage. Now I got a home equity line of credit that has an adjustable rate to it. And these, these interest rates are killing me. So if I was the president and I had an adjustable rate mortgage or an interest rate that fluctuates, uh, maybe, 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 maybe I'd fire that guy. Especially if you're a populist president, right? So we, we move into 2019 on this level. Um, initial claims for the week ending December 15th increased by 8,000, 214,000. Any number under 350 is a really good number. So people aren't getting fired rapidly in the United States. And because we, we don't have people getting fired rapidly, we do have a kind of a consistent drone. You ever been lying in your bed late at night and you hear that, and you talk to your neighbor like, hey, do you hear that drone in the middle of the night? And your neighbor's like, no, I don't hear that drone. And the next night you hear the drone and then you go outside and you like see Stephen King-like creatures with strings coming off their head up to the sky and you're like, oh my God, I'm losing my mind. I'm getting old. I can't sleep. Is it really that droning sound or am I, is it me? Uh, thank you. I just, I've just, I've just recaptured every single Stephen King plot twist. Do I really see that thing or is it me? It could be a clown. It could be an alien. It could be a car that talks or a dog that barks. So FedEx is warned and Micron is warned. So we got some things going out there for 2019 that's kind of, uh, like I said, I'm not an economist, but it looks like it's going to be an interesting time. It looks like the the easy ride's over. So if, you're, if you fancy yourself a stock picker, good luck to you. That's what I do for a living. Mortgage applications fell along with stocks, which is kind of interesting because there's a sentiment in the indicator where if you feel good, you're like, hey, honey, let's go to Mexico. And uh, hey, let's go to Mexico and make a baby. Oh, it's okay. And then you're like, hey, let's, let's buy a baby, a baby and me and, and you can't live in this apartment anymore because you drive me crazy and you've got breath as if you've just eaten garlic, even though you haven't eaten garlic in a week. And so then you buy a house. So mortgage applications fall along with equities. So there's a thing out there that, like, we don't want to buy when things are low. So when the stock market's down, we're like, I don't know if I should buy a house right now. I don't know if I should be making a baby. You know, if you take a look at the baby booms, it tends to happen with prosperity, right? 
So anyhow, and anyway, and that's why the, you know, the, the millennials, they said, have delayed parenthood for such a long time because they were discouraged about all their student debt and other things. So there's some behavioral science and behavioral finance uh, do go hand in hand on some levels. And that's, that, that's what makes me good at what I do. I've got um, nerves of steel. <laughs> so stocks yesterday did not like the Federal Reserve's policy announcement. Credit markets responded by pricing in a higher chance of a corporate defaults over the next five years. Corporate defaults. There's a lot of companies that borrowed money at low interest rates. Thinking, woo, it's free money. Let's go to the party. <laughs> it's like the ATM machine keeps kicking money out for my account. It's, it's awesome. Um, so smart money is saying there's going to be some defaults, and that's never a good thing for stock prices. So we'll get through it. So be smart, be patient. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Have you ever seen those little five-year-olds from Menlo Park or Palo Alto? They're just little brats. That's the stock market. It's a little brat who's been given everything wonderful in the last few years. Great jobs number, great auto numbers, great retail numbers, great housing numbers. We've given you everything, and this is how you thank me? I don't even know what that means, but I love it. You have kind of a very moody market right now. The Federal Reserve raises interest rates to 2.25 to 2.50. Oh, that's the Fed funds target, right? So two and a half percent roughly, right? That doesn't offend me. I, I, I was happy at three. But then it went down to one and a quarter. And I need you back, baby. Baby, I love you so much. 1.75. Can I get two? Oh, baby, you won't give me two. How about two and a quarter? I love you so much. I'll be good for you. So we got kind of bratty. You can see, do you see like how much, uh, even me, I can go in that mode of like lower interest rates, I can buy another house. Lower interest rates, I can buy another car. Lower interest rates, I can buy, like, you, you, the, the risk is less on us because we're just financing it. Put it on the credit card, baby. So the higher interest rates, we can go higher. We should go higher. I'm okay with that, but it's the jumbo shrimp. It's conundrum. I want lower. Jumbo shrimp. How can you be both small and big at the same time? I, I don't... Who are these people that are both jumbo and shrimpish? That's not how it uh, works. So the Fed raising rates at least once, maybe twice in 2019 was, is what people are thinking. But that's very sanguine. I know you're saying you're using a, a SAT word that you don't really know how to use in a sentence. You just... You know what it means, but you don't know how to like implement it. It's very sanguine. That's not how any of this works. For us to think that this isn't going to slow down the economy. The Fed funds future market, which has actually been a really good indicator of what Fed funds rates are going to be, is pretty unconvinced that there will be any more rate hikes, which would basically say there's going to be a less favorable economy coming right around the corner. Now, again, I'm not trying to, like, ruin your, your New Year's Eve party. I'm, I'm not. It's about time that you have a good New Year's Eve party. Blow it out. I, myself, will be surrounded by a dog that likes to poop massive amounts on the floor. And I'll likely step in it because I'm not paying attention. But have a great 2019. 
Fed funds future is telling us things are slowing down. The job market is as good as it gets. The Federal Reserve is raising interest rates, and that does slow down the economy. I put in higher credit card costs by higher adjustable mortgages, by higher bond issuances. So it, it's now. Would I be surprised if we snap out of it, baby? Wake up, snap out of it. Hey, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, baby? Wake up! I've got tickets. Could be my final giveaway of the year, but it's not. But it's the second to last final giveaway of the year. The San Jose Barracuda versus Texas Stars Friday, January 18th, 2019. Winning. That's next year. These are stocking stuffers that make you look cool. And they'll be there. Yeah, I would imagine they'll be there by Christmas. Maybe. San Jose Barracuda versus Texas Stars Friday, January 18th, 2019. Barracuda. Nancy Wilson's alive. Brian Wilson is dead. So, San Jose Barracuda versus Texas Stars Friday, January 18th, SAP Center in San Jose. What a great venue. You know what I like about uh, Barracuda hockey, AHL hockey? I've been to many games. I dropped a puck at a game once. Um, I love it. These are the future stars of the San, of the San Jose Sharks, right? So, uh, to give you tickets, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. You just have to be a random caller. Mike will decide it for you. Deep in heart of Texas. Tim Burton makes good movies when he does them on a low budget, but he does he does he spend his big budget? Well, not so much. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Tim Burton. So 800-516-1220. San Jose Barracuda versus Texas Stars. Awesome. Mike's dancing right now. Mike's doing the Shelly dance. He's just moving his arms back and forth like a, a 49er. San Jose Barracuda versus Texas Stars, January 18th. SAP Center, San Jose, 7 o'clock. You can be there. And that is a Saturday night. How cool is that? S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y night in San Jose. Go to a Sharks game, get a little dinner beforehand, maybe a, a po'bo. And uh, then later that night, uh, find yourself in the Tech Museum. And then later that night, find yourself uh, locked up in a restaurant somewhere. I don't know Boy, is this great! And then there's going to be a little kid who puts on uh, aftershave. And there's going to be a, a barbell that comes down and hits the bad guy. And like, it should fracture his skull, but he, he walks away to just a shiner. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm Rob Black. Um, and Sweet. I'm giving, I'm giving away Barracuda tickets for Texas Stars Friday, uh, Friday January 18th, um, 7 p.m. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls there. So this is a, a market right now that's not very happy. And mortgage applications are falling with equities. So there's some like correlation that's going on that when the market's not happy, sometimes we slow down our economic activity. And when we slow down our economic activity, the stock market was right. But we only did it because the stock market was down. But the stock market was right to tell us to do that. Like it's, it gets kind of, that's where it gets. Uh, it's an ugly day. Christmas is canceled. Ladies and gentlemen, send all your packages back now. Do not be a porch pirate. If you elect me president of the United States, here's my platform. I will kill. I will electrocute. I will assassinate all spammers. Anyone who sends spam emails, dead. If you elect me a president of the United States... Anyone who steals your 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 packages and is convicted of being a porch pirate, I will assassinate. That's my platform. Spam email. 
Oh, no, spam phone calls. I got three things. That That's actually a platform. Markets are looking ugly right now. Um, and again, it's some of it is self-fulfilling. At the end of the year, you're like, oh, I lost a little bit of money this year, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to cash. I'm a little nervous about next year. I don't want to lose money two years in a row. Hey, I lost a little bit of money. Um, my wife, um, she divorced me, so I have to split everything with her. So end of the year, sometimes you get the cash register ringing, and you get hedge fund managers who have had a bad year having to liquidate. Um, a lot of redemptions come in at this time of the year, so let it, let it go. Let it go. You're one with the earth and the snow. You'll be fine. You're a princess. You get the idea. The Fed is hurting. The Fed is a drag on the markets right now, for real. And it's okay. It gives us more ammo in the future. Interesting times. Let's see how contagious it gets. I'm Rob Black. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Hi, I'm Rob Black. Happy holidays. Trump's holding out for a border wall. Funding from Congress. And yet... Someone starts a GoFundMe page on building a wall, and it's already pulled in three million in three days. I would build a great wall, and nobody builds walls better than me, believe me. And I'll build them very inexpensively. <laughs> the fundraiser on GoFundMe, and I, I just find this—I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm holiday cat sarcastic. Uh, we the people will fund the wall is the fundraiser title. So that's an interesting world we live in, right? The whole GoFundMe world. Oh, Jerome Powell. We loved you all. You are doing your thing and raising interest rates. And Trump is so angry at him right now. Firing off tweet after tweet. I don't know if I, I, don't know if I can take the pressure of being tweeted at by a president of the United States. A mess. It's a mess. So the Fed chief Jerome Powell is Trump's worst reelection nightmare. A lot of people think we are two interest wait two interest weights two interest rates away from a recession. That uh, mathematically, it's going to be tough to get past twenty twenty without a recession. Just it's it's lining up that way after the tax cuts and uh, the threat of taxes being increased again. So, Fed Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. President Donald Trump put him in place, hired him. He replaced what I would say was a pretty dovish Fed chairman, which means uh, she wasn't quick to raise interest rates. She wasn't hawkish on inflation. So there's doves and hawks. There's donkeys and there's elephants. I, I, I can't tell you all the animals of the political spectrum, but they're out there. So the Fed is perfectly happy to gradually strangle the economy the U.S. economy in order to stamp out inflation or the potential of inflation. And when the stock market goes up 10, 20% a year, you start getting cocky and you're like, I'm going to buy a boat. You're like, don't buy a boat. Only stupid people buy boats. Only stupid financial people buy boats. Only people buy boats are people who, well, stupid people. So you get kind of stupid in a good economy. 
boats take a lot. They cost a lot of money to like pay the taxes on and to, to harbor them and stuff. Ah, no, 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 no. Harbor them. I know you're saying you're not a boat person, are you? Not really. But right now, um, if Powell continues escalating interest rates in 2019, it's going to be a problem. The market is telling you they don't like higher interest rates, and the market is telling you it sees a problem six months down the road. So what do we take out of this? Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. He will talk to us about being single and being a CFP and being a financial planner. Joining me now, certified financial planner Chad Burton to talk an odd topic here. Uh, There's different types of investors. We know that. But let's go with a different total type, people who are single. Most of us don't start saving money till we're married, and we say, I've got to take care of my wife. Most of us don't start saving money till we have kids. We want to leave a bit of a legacy with our savings. But when you're single, you're more of a spender. You're going to concerts. You're going out. You're whining and dining. You're wooing. What's your thoughts on investing and in, in, in saving as a single person? Hmm. Well, m- m- my thoughts, <laughs> if you're going to invest and in, in save while you're single, is is you find somebody that you might want to marry, start early on on talking about prenuptial agreements. Okay. Um, I met a guy that uh, was involved in a one of the founding members of a startup. Okay. And it was well on its way, got married, didn't do anything on the prenuptial agreement, lost half of what the eventual result was, and, and the marriage only lasted for a couple of years, and it was kind of one of those deals where you couldn't believe what the person did. The, you know, the spouse did in this case and still lost a lot of what he worked, you know, 15 to 20 hours a day on for five to six years of this startup. So prenuptial agreements, very, very important. How about post-nup? Post-nuptials, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of one of those things where if you popular. don't have anything when you get married, the post-nuptial is a little bit more involved in, you know, what am I going to pay after I pass? But boy, that's a tough thing to approach, though, when you're, you know, first getting married, you don't have kids yet. Whether think, or not yeah. it's going to hold up in court, whether or not both sides really had an attorney, yeah. it's tough. It's I tough personally subject. don't think it's that tough. I, th- I just think you need to dehumanize it. Like, for instance, I got that frying pan from my mother. Um, I want that in a prenup. And that's a good starting conversation right there. Mm-hmm. Say, you know, a prenup, maybe things don't end as well as we want them to. Or, you know, it, it's it's there for a worst case scenario. It's not there for a best case scenario. Um, now, with that said, being single, you know, you have a lot more costs. Uh, but everyone should max out their 401k when you're single or when you're married. There's some things you don't need life insurance when you're single. You know, if you die, no one cares. Right. So don't have life insurance. Um, you know, life insurance is there to replace your income for your loved one that you just left. Um, you know, at one point in time, if I died, my cat would have got my money. That's funny. <laughs> you know, that's the kind of sense of humor that I want to have out there. It's funny. Um, some other areas, you know, when you're single is, is do be careful because dating is expensive and, you know, trying to find the right partner is important. When you do find that person, um, talk to them about money. A lot of couples don't ever talk about money. And then when it does happen, it, it's a stressful environment and it doesn't need to be. And do credit checks. I mean, how many times have we run into people? I have a real close friend that a marriage ended because she found out about $60,000 worth of debt that was in place prior to marriage that was yeah. totally hidden totally hidden until the person else basically had a breakdown and it all kind of came crashing down. And you marry into that scenario and uh, it could be a problem and again, it's well, something yeah, you fight over. It's because the house was purchased together at the height yeah. and then now her credit is completely screwed as well. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, 
tough you know situation. What I, you know what I like about credit checks is it can kind of tell you if your spouse is kind of crazy. <laughs> you know, if, if the person you're getting ready to marry, you find out she's had like 19 late delinquent charges and you're like, whoa, you partied pretty hard because you didn't have that many late. So you, you have to almost try. Yeah. Well, I've told you the story before about a couple that I could never get the financial plan done because they wouldn't give me the, I couldn't get the expenses from them. Yeah. And it never finally made, it finally just didn't made sense. So I was sitting with the, the, one of the clients, the other, the spouse was at work sure. and I said, have you ever done a credit check? And we went to annualcreditreport.com, which is the one free. And I had to sit there with one of the spouses and uncover a hundred thousand dollars worth of credit card debt that was being hidden. Yeah. And it was like telling you that your spouse has cheated on you for the last 10 years. It's so a that's, that's, I mean, he, I thought he was going to pass out. Yeah. And, um, you know, you see a guy in tears because he finds out about that much debt and his retirement is then put off for about an extra two or three years because of as a CF, As a CFP, did you have to hold him and nurture him and cuddle him? Uh, we, were, we were looking up. I said, you, you know, you can't go home and talk to your spouse about this. You need counseling. There's obviously a, a okay. shopping problem here. Don't go home and explode about it. Go speak to a counselor, approach it almost like an intervention with other family members. Cause it is, it was an intervention and it actually yeah. turned out successful. Um, luckily they had a ton of equity in their home and they were able to pay it off and still retire. Okay. But it was relatively small compared to the overall portfolio, but it was still there and it was still hidden. And so this segment's oh, turned into, instead of investing for singles, it's turned into credit check spouses. Because they're, probably, li- they're sure. probably lying to you, <laughs> <laughs> is what we've learned. My dad died with, with uh, $60,000 of credit card debt. $60,000 of credit card debt that no one knew about because my dad was kind of a short guy. He was 5'8", and uh, he'd go to like Home Depot, and there was a store on the East Coast called Heckenders, which was Home Depot before Home Depot. And he'd buy power tools because, you know, that gave him kind of like the manly thrill that he couldn't get from being six foot tall. Um, <laughs> with that said, I inherited a bitch and set of tools, but my mom inherited a lot of credit card debt that she didn't know was there. So that's a, a little bit unfortunate. Yeah. We're in that, that generation too is very private about money. You know, yeah. the, it, we're in a generation where 50% of marriages fail. People live till they're a hundred years old. So most of the time, unfortunately people aren't with the same spouses. So um, be very careful because people that trade houses, spouses, and cars more often than others are the ones that don't retire well. Interesting to note. With that said, I don't want to live to 100 unless I'm like Highlander and I could live forever <laughs> with a Scottish friend. Um, Scottish ninjas. <laughs> odd concept, right? Yes, very odd. Whoever pitched that movie, they had some cojones. With that said, that certified financial planner, Chad Burton. Chad Burton, you can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. You know, sometimes I hear my own voice and I cringe. I hope you understand that about me. I'm not sure what that quite means, but it is what it is. Things that we have to say goodbye to. You should always do a memoriam kind of show at the end of the year. Cow calendars. Chick-fil-A fans will have to move to another method of keeping track of their date. Fast food giant Chick-fil-A is nixing its cow calendar after two decades of doing it. The calendar cost eight bucks, but the value of its free offers was at least 30 bucks. So goodbye, Chick-fil-A cow calendar. No, God, please, no, no. Any, no! any man, any man that defines his life as being good because of Chick-fil-A is not a man to me. Just FYI. Um, other things to say goodbye to. Hagadas flavors. 
Say goodbye to sweet cream coffee caramel. Vanilla tangerine shortbread. Pomegranate dark chocolate bar. All going away. And they're not coming back ever. So Haagen-Dazs owner Nestle said, eh, they're gone. They retire. You too will retire. Do you have enough money to retire? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Okay, so I'm not a motivational speaker, but if I were, I'd probably revert to Negro. High hopes is all about seeking your dreams without hesitancy, right? I like peppering in this show with some pretty good music on occasion. I mess up and I get a little drunk and somehow dance music comes on. But a little high hopes. Panic at the disco. Ah, things change. A lot of financial challenges in Brendan Urie's life trying to make ends meet. You have to have high hopes, right? This lead singer once worked at a Smoothie King. I know you're saying, a Smoothie King? Say what? That's pretty cool. Um, he couldn't afford to pay, you know, uh, professional string musicians, though. He recorded, like, his string musicians segments in his music at elementary schools with the middle school band. It's kind of cool on occasion when you have high hopes and you don't spend too long setting expectations. You just, you go for it. With that being said, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, and one thing that I want you to do is max out your 401k this year, because if you do that, you have high hopes. Now, I don't... What do I think about the next year? How low can the market go? How low can you go? Limbo low, limbo low, limbo low, 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 limbo low, limbo low, low. The market can easily go down another 10%. Like, in the snap of a finger. Easy. Do I want it to? No. Can it go lower than that? Yeah. It doesn't usually, though. So there's corrections, and then there's bear markets, and bear markets are tough, man. Cuckoo-cachoo. Cuckoo-cachoo. Sammy Davis Jr. doing the little Beatles action. I know you're saying, where did that one come from? I know. You just got to go with it. Really? Yes. So Aquaman's doing well. Aquaman, Aquaman does whatever. And Aquaman, he talks to fish. Probably the most uncool superhero power ever. What did you I Flipper. Is that you, Flipper? An evil oil tycoon baron has opened his pipes up and is destroying all the marine life, Flipper? Okay, so I'm going to shut up. Um, so Aquaman's already grossed $266 million. Whoa! And it hasn't even opened up in the United States. Wow. Wowza, wowza, wowza. Um, movies now are really being, I, th- I think, destroyed because they're kind of trying to put in one Asian-American, one European-American, one American-American, one South American-American. Everything's becoming homogenized, and I, I, I fear that with Aquaman as well. Um, but it's already made over $266 million. So before it even opens up in the United States, it's already passed its budget of $160 million, which is good. Because this is the kind of movie that could have got them into trouble. Aquaman, swift and powerful monarch of the oceans, with ability to summon and command all creatures of 
the deep. Yeah, he just wasn't that cool of a superhero. And his costume was pretty freaky, too. So, like, wonder what do you do? I fly an invisible jet. That's right, jet. Superman, what do you do? I, I can, you know, fasten a speeding bullet kind of thing, and you, bullets don't even hurt me. How about you? What do you do, Aquaman? I talk to the fish. Okay, I get it. He was... He was an omen of what's going on right now. He was kind of a, a, um, a harbinger, so to speak. I always wanted to have a band called The Harbingers, and then I found out I have almost no music ability whatsoever. I've, but I, I can name a band. <laughs> yes. Yes, I can. So anyway, um, I'm totally digressing. Uh, let's go back to the stock market. So the Fed is... <sighs> they're not helping markets. They're not saying let's keep things cheap and create some inflation and yeah, maybe we inflate some assets like housing and stocks. Maybe we leave the average person behind if there's no wage inflation. I get it. I get it. So Trump is going to have a nightmare trying to be reelected with a higher interest rate environment. And again, we're not even talking high interest rate normal. Like getting back to normal. I used to say things when interest rates are at 3.5% or higher, you buy bonds. And beneath 4%, you buy stocks. So somewhere There's a little bit of a wiggle room. But you have to rethink that in the day and age where every major economy, every major country is using cheap credit as a way of stoking their economy. Cheap money is what it comes down to. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Altria. Altria buying Jewel, not buying Jewel, but buying a big portion of it. Um, my dad died of lung cancer, and I can tell you that a company like Altria should be revolting and gross to me, but I see things financially. So, like, some guys have beer goggles on when they're, like, 16 years old, thinking about, like, life. Oh, I love that person. But I... I can't get over the idea. Like, I, I see things in money. My goggles are like, financially speaking, Altria purchased a 35% stake in e-cigarette maker Jewel Labs. This week, we learned that um, uh, the Surgeon General hates vaping, thinks it should be done outside, thinks it's a problem for our children. And for me to see Altria, you know, who's made the Marlboro cigarette, which killed the Marlboro man? Myth? Not myth? I don't know. But... Roughly 14% of U.S. adults, 34 million of us, smoke cigarettes every day. That's crazy. And yet you can invest in crazy. That's my point. I'm Rob Black. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.